Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers and creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Katherine. Yes. As a hiring manager, do you have certain things you're always looking for in candidates? Absolutely. And um, it starts with the skill set, which is the most important thing. You want to know that people can do the job, are familiar with, you know, your software or something very similar. But um, there's so much. That's the base level. That is the absolute (laughs) bottom base level of things that I'm looking for because it's so much bigger than that. And um, what we're hoping to do today is let the talent out there know what clients are kind of looking for that they might not be aware of. Yeah, I think, you know, like you said, obviously, skill set, certain software experiences, you know, there's basic things you have to have to be mm-hmm, able to do the job. Mm-hmm. But that aside, there's a whole other level of things that that um, clients are looking for, employers, hiring managers, whoever it is, um, and candidates. They don't just want somebody who, you know, knows the software. Right. And What's very discouraging is when, you know, we send talent over or if you're doing this on your own that you apply for a job and you match in the skill set and you're still not being selected. You know, what was the something that somebody else had that was was selected? Um, And I think also, too, there's some things that go on in the hiring process, too, that, you know, could help expedite things. Um, could, you know, keep things rolling or make you like, I got to get this person, you know, and help people move quickly. So we're going to talk about this initially from the client's perspective. Um, You're coming in, we've interviewed you, what are some of the things that we look for and are hoping to get from you, you know, just from a respect level, from um, your enthusiasm and things like that. So yes, and in many cases, these are things you probably have, Mm -hmm. but maybe you don't realize you need to exhibit them you know show it to them exactly so the first one is ambition exactly you know um I think you're you're coming in and if you're you know come off as really super nervous or not really sure about what you're doing or but essentially the whole idea is just come in and just be really excited and interested about this job yeah being interested in the position is huge like exactly no one wants to hire someone who's like yeah I could do the job it's right. all right. <laughs> Look at my resume. Haven't you seen I've done this? Isn't it obvious? Sometimes not so much, you know, or somebody needs to be reminded because they might be seeing a lot of candidates. So, you know, it's a little bit of you interviewing them, too. So when you're mm-hmm. kind of coming in, you know, be ambitious. Talk about where is this job going to go? You know, what are your thoughts? What, what are the plans for this job? Um, you know, if you've worked in a leadership position, talk about that. Talk about, you know, things that show that you're very eager to come in. I mean, people... Um, work here every day so if somebody some fresh face comes in and they're you know kind of feeling ambitious about what they could do for the company beyond just fill the role um, that definitely sets you apart from other candidates yeah and um, the other side of that is if you're having conversation with someone and you realize like this is not the job for you and you're Mm -hmm, really not interested mm -hmm. in like don't keep pursuing it right your job is out there and if this one isn't it Mm mm-hmm they don't want somebody who is just lackluster and you don't want to be in that job. Exactly. So really dig in um, to show what you can bring to the table. And, you know, because you have experience, even if you're just coming as a recent grad, you know, you have learned something or, you know, you're you're bringing your enthusiasm or you're bringing your 
um, the Maybe talents that you did have. Personal interests. Exactly. You might be really interested in this company. People want to hear that. So this is the time to kind of let that shine. Yes, for sure. And which really kind of leads into the next one we were thinking about, <laughs> right? which is positivity. Right. I mean, these kind of go together. Again, mm-hmm. nobody wants Eeyore on their team. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. You, let's say you come in with ambition and really confident, but um, you are not smiling. You're not shaking hands. You're not um, exuding any energy about this at all. You know, this, this should make you excited or at least, you know, make it like you're a person that they want to see every day, either via Zoom or um, in the office. Um because if you are coming in all negative and sad, <laughs> it's like, who wants to work with you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, people feed off each other's energy. Mm-hmm. And um, as an introvert, I can say that for sure. Like people are, <laughs> exactly. you know, people either help energize me or completely exhaust me. And mm-hmm. so like you always want to work with those people that energize you. You're like, yes. oh, I can't wait to, you know, work on this project with this person. Or they're just, they're just always so, such a joy to be with and so excited about their work and I think a lot of it ties back to that first one we were talking about if you're excited about the work mm-hmm, and the job and mm-hmm. what you're accomplishing or the mission of the company like whatever it is that's mm-hmm. attracting you to the role you're probably going to come in feeling very positive yeah yeah <laughs> and with that whole ambition one it's like you know you you know f- people feel like that you're going to take this role somewhere and yeah. I guess that's kind of what I was trying to say and then if you're coming in and you're like super positive the one thing about positive people too is that they're not going to come in and start playing the blame game and they're going to also know how to problem solve really well and like okay nobody panic you know here's how we're going to figure it out but if you're not very positive and like you said with this Eeyore sort of personality where something goes wrong and you're immediately like oh god we're doomed <laughs> um yeah, you're, you're going to kind of get thrown out right away. <laughs> yeah, and you know what I think is interesting about, like, positivity and negativity? It's like, like granted, there are some people that are just, like, live <laughs> in a negative world, and I feel sorry for them, and, you know, that is unfortunate. But I think a lot of people, they have positivity in them, mm-hmm. but maybe they're in the wrong situation. Like, yeah. if, if, this, if you're in the right role for you, you're excited and enthusiastic about it, you know, even when you run up against challenges, like, that's okay, we'll figure it out, because mm-hmm. we're gonna make it work. I'm excited about what we're doing. You know, it's okay. Yeah, we can be positive, we'll solve the problem, whatever. As opposed to if, you know, if you're already like, oh, I don't like this job, this <laughs> right. company's stupid, whatever. Nobody, nobody listens then, to me anyway. Like the first little <laughs> minor problem, you're like, oh, my printer paper didn't come out properly. We're doomed. You know, I mean, it's just like the tiniest little thing just like takes you out of the game. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it and every I feel like most people have a little positivity in them. Mm -hmm. It's just Mm -hmm. like, are you able to tap into it or not? Yeah. And this is a a chance for a completely fresh start, too. So kind of keep that in mind as well. I mean, don't start creating problems before there are aren't any. And that's again, this is where you get to interview the other people. I mean, are they super negative, too? Or, you know, do you feel like, you know, it's like, oh, I don't like the vibe here. You know, these are the things you can kind of find out. But if you're not giving them any reason to exclude you from a choice by just coming and say, hey, how are you doing? I'm glad to be here. Here's what I can do for you. And, you know, kind of nail the interview in that regard. That's going to make you stand out from another candidate that didn't come in with the same sort of exuberance. Yeah. And I think you kind of touched on it by when just dig into a little more like don't bring your baggage oh you know if you were maybe you were in kind of a negative environment before Mm -hmm. maybe things were bad maybe you know like granted that happens Mm -hmm. being able to say this is a fresh start you know set that aside like am I excited about this job am I excited about this company am I excited about these potential co-workers and, and hiring manager and people I'll be working with and you just have to be able to let go of 
of that past because if you bring that in you you start to poison your own situation with all that baggage yeah that's an excellent point because we do have tendencies to do that but yeah fresh start fresh start yes um being reliable is very important and you might think well i'm in the interview stage how can i possibly be reliable um well you can be on time for your interview for one you can start there and you can be really responsive um when people are reaching out to you because you know sometimes you know it's the client that slows down an interview process but you know sometimes it's the talent too where you know they want to see their resume and then they're slow getting it or they want more samples more samples and people are slow getting it to them or responding to emails you know if there is something in the fire for you for a great job check your email every day even if you don't normally do it every day or if you're more available by text make sure that they know that um, you want this to keep moving as fast as possible because you never know one, if someone's going to kind of slip in, you don't want people to forget you. So always mm-hmm. say really front of mind with them and just be, you know, professional. It's like, Oh my God, this person got back to me so quick. That's telling me what kind of a person they're going to be if I employ them. Yeah. So, and I think that the thing people don't, um, think about this from the hiring manager mm-hmm. perspective or the client perspective is if you know, if I reach out and I'm asking for a few more samples or what mm-hmm. schedule to get your interview and I don't hear from you for a while, I start to question yep. if you're interested. Exactly. You know, you don't want to start to taint what they're thinking or assuming. Yeah. Because it's taking you a while. So exactly. Imagine you know that they start to lose interest real quick when you don't seem interested. And imagine <laughs> if there's three candidates and there's one that's just always like, always I want on this, it. bam. Yeah. I want th- uh, how about this? Bam. And then yeah. you're not back to them for like a week later. They're already moving on with BAM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the other part of reliability is talking about how you have been reliable in you know previous yes, situations, yes, yes. previous roles. Like, how are you going to show up and be that reliable mm-hmm. person in this job? You can share those kind of examples. Yeah, like maybe you had to, there was some sort of a emergency thing and you, you know, got back into the office at two in the morning or something and helped save the day. That sort of stuff is really important, too, because, you know, people will be like, OK, I can count on this person. And that's really what you want to convey, because not everybody's going to be doing that. So if you're the one that is doing that, then you definitely get a leg up in that regard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So even early in the interview process, you can demonstrate that that reliability. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So another one is transparency. And this is huge, especially in this job market. And. And yes, we hope the client's being transparent with you too. We're going to talk about what talent, what <laughs> later. <laughs> um, but you need to be really transparent about what's going on, especially with your job search. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. are you talking to multiple companies? Are you entertaining other offers? Do you have second interviews going on? Like they, you know, these hiring managers want to know because if they really want you, they'll move fast to make Absolutely. it happen too. But there's nothing more disappointing than, you know, you called that person that you're really excited about back for a second interview, they're like, oh, I already took another job. I was hearing for interviewing for like three things when I talked to you. Right. Like, and well, why didn't you say something? Yes. Because <laughs> you might be missing out on a really great or even better opportunity if you're not clear yeah. about that. Maybe they, they were going to make you a better offer, yeah. but you never <laughs> even got to that point. Exactly. They, they might think that they have all the time in the world that maybe you're not, you're the only place that they're entertaining, but you're like, you know what? I'm ready to move. Um, they'll move if they, if you have made a really good impression. So, yes. So, um, the other side, and we touched on this a little bit is if you decide this job is not for you, yeah, let them know. Mm -hmm. Or once you've made a decision to take something with someone else, or you're, you're like, I'm down to two and I, Mm -hmm. I know it's not yours, (laughs) frankly, Mm -hmm. let them know so that they're 
moving on too. Like yeah. they're trying to fill this job. So if you're not the one, they need to find the one. And it, I think that people don't like to, you know, deliver bad news or let someone down, but like mm-hmm. they're going to find out eventually. Or it's like, you, they, it's like saying you have to admit you're cheating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm talking to a bunch of other people. <laughs> but like they're gonna find out if you take another job exactly so you might as well just let them know what's going on especially if you are making a choice or considering someone else like exactly. just just be upfront with what's going on and, and some of the stuff too is really important too because you know let's just say that the job that you do accept is not your forever job what if you want to come back to this place they're going to remember that you you know either ghosted, ghosted. them or <laughs> um you know kind of took them the distance and then turned them down it's like no you know they i did not like how i was treated in that regard they remember that sort of stuff so it's always good to you know be as clear as possible even if it's like you know you're waiting for a counter offer from your own employer I mean anything but I always like to leave it as you know we are I'm super excited about this job um, if you get back to me really quick that would be great I have a few other interviews I have another offer that I'm thinking about I, so I would love to see what you're willing to offer you know just be super clear about that and they're like oh okay, crap, well, let me get right, right back with you because this, this went really great. You were enthusiastic and reliable and yeah, <laughs> all really the other wa- things. And I really want to have you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely be clear. And, and that's definitely one of the things that we have run into with some of the clients that we work with too. Like, yeah, you know, they think they have a lot of time and they don't. Mm-hmm. Or and quite frankly, if you are being pursued by other companies, it actually makes you more attractive. That is true. So letting that's them know excellent you're, point. you are you have other companies are interested <laughs> exactly that they're like oh okay well maybe <laughs> we need to be interested you exactly. know i mean it, it can help you i think sometimes people hesitate to share that because they think it'll hurt them i actually think it can help i them. would agree i would agree another area it's really important to be transparent with as well and and very upfront and early in conversations is just what your expectations are mm-hmm are you expecting this is a remote role or a hybrid yes, role? Yes, yes, yes. Are you, do you travel two months a year and you want to make sure you can work from that location? Do you need to, you know, leave at five o'clock to coach your, you mm-hmm. know, child soccer team? Yep. Like, you know, all those kind of expectations or needs that you're going to have mm-hmm. to be, you know, be able to be successful in the role and expectations about pay, salary, right. schedule, any of that stuff. I think, you know, it's not too early to start bringing up those kind of questions in the first interview. You don't want to come in guns blazing and making (laughs) demands, (laughs) but I think it's fair to say like, you know, I have some personal things. I also need to work around. Will it be possible to have a flexible schedule? Like even just, will Mm -hmm, it be possible mm -hmm. to have, we'll have to figure out the schedule right now, but is this flexible? Or they may say like, well, no, because the store is open between, <laughs> you know, eight and four. I really need someone here between yeah, eight need, and four. I need someone for this shift or I got to yeah. cover these hours or this is how we normally are. But yeah, I think it's completely fair to just come in. And so there's no surprises later and just say, here's, you know, I, th- I think this went great. Um, one thing that I want you to be aware of is that, you know, maybe I'm taking care of my mom and, you know, if I could just work from home a couple of days or... Um, I have to leave at X time, but I can be online remotely at back at this time. Plan, you know, just let them mm-hmm. know these things right away because, again, right. they don't like those surprises. They might say, you're the one, and we expect you here at 8, and you're like, uh. I can't um, make that work. Yeah, yeah, we can't. I can't do 8. Because then yeah. they're already expecting one thing. You're expecting something else. So you got to just kind of um, 
just get it all up front. Yeah. And, and they and once they know, I mean, at least they know what they're working with. And I have not really run into anybody that was the ideal candidate that had a couple stipulations that did not get the job. I mean, people can tend to be pretty flexible, especially now. Um, so definitely lay all that out. Yeah. And you can do it in a way that's very um, soft and not demanding. I mean, you can you can pose it as a question. Right. You know, would this be flexible schedule? Do you allow people to work from home? Like instead of saying like, I have to work from home, you say like, do you allow that? Yes, is that something yes. that's a possibility? Yep. Or here, you know, here are some things I am going to have to make work. Is that, you know, mm-hmm, is that going to be mm-hmm. possible for you? Like you can pose it in a way where they can yeah, like you said, feel so like it's a conversation, yeah. not a demand. And like you said, like it's you're coming in guns blazing with your list of yeah. demands. <laughs> you know, I can't accept this without all these things. Um, but yeah, I like I like the way that you phrase that. I think that is probably the ideal way to do it. And so the the fifth item that we identified was confidence. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of it ties into some of those requests that we we're yep. talking about, like I'm confident we can make this work. Yep. Here's a few things I need to make it work. Mm-hmm. When do you need to make it work? I'm sure we can figure out something in yep. the middle, you yep. know, kind of coming in with that confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just that being really assured that you can do this job. I think right. um, what a lot of people are looking for when they're interviewing is someone, we always refer to it as the pain point. If you can fix their pain point, make them feel confident that you're the one Um that moves you to the top of the list. It's like, oh my God, if, if we hire this person, I know they can take it and I don't have to worry about this anymore. I mean, that's es- essentially the place where you want to go. And that's all they really want is like, this person is enthusiastic. They're reliable. You know, they told me everything that they, you know, needed as far or ha- asked all the right questions. And I know they can do the job. I mean, er- they're all, everybody's looking for the one. So you yeah. have to go in convinced that you are the one for the job. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> as a hiring manager, I am never more thrilled when I've just met with a person who's like, oh my gosh, they can do everything I need. (laughs) And they even understand parts of this job that I don't even understand. (laughs) Like I feel completely confident and just like training and handing all this stuff over to that person. Like that is who I want. Yes. And that doesn't mean you have to have like these decades of experience. It could be, I I feel that way sometimes about a completely recent graduate entry level person mm-hmm. but like their personality mm-hmm. they're just the way they present themselves i i am confident i'm confident in their confidence yeah <laughs> that exactly. they can do this job <laughs> and we've hired people like that because it's like you know what th- i met this person this person is eager they're smart they're enthusiastic i want to work with them i really think i can train them and they get picked you know yeah. I, like versus that, somebody I who just comes in that's just might have like i don't know let's just say 10 years of experience that's a real drag it's like oh well let's go with the yeah. fun one <laughs> i think that confidence your confidence um what do I say? Your confidence gives them confidence. Yes. Right. Yes. Like if you're coming in confident, then it they feed off of that mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. are like, "Ooh, Catherine's confident about yeah. this." So I'm feeling confident too yeah. because they are. And again, like just keep in mind, that hiring manager just wants to fill their job with someone who can do what they need. Right, so they hope right. that you can. Like they're really hoping you can do the job. They would like to hire you and be done (laughs) yeah exactly and I mean some of an example kind of is you know you you walk in you're all smiles you're on time you shake hands you're like I'm so glad to be here tell me about this job you know um what uh, what other things could I do while I'm in this job um I know I could totally do this job I I feel very confident now that we've talked that I could do this job or fill this role I mean just think about how that how that would feel for a client to hear all of those things with that sort of confidence and you know that's basically how you just kind of walk in and 
get the job. <laughs> yeah, and some of the questions you ask can really tie into this always area have questions. too. Please like, always have questions. Please always have questions. <laughs> and things, you know, if you ask a question like, I mean, every job description has like 20 bullet points, right? So mm-hmm. like maybe asking like, what are the, the most important things in this role? Yes. And they explain, you're like, great, yes, I can do that. Or I've done that before. Here's an example of how I did that. Or, you know, what what does success look like? Like, mm-hmm. how do you know mm-hmm. somebody's successful in this role? And then you can sort of share maybe an experience or even just know like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. If this is how mm-hmm. you measure success, I feel confident I can meet that. Yes. I think... Um, I mean, you want to come in having confidence, but you also want to actually have confidence. Right. Like sometimes right. you have to ask enough questions to know if you feel confident mm-hmm, you can do the mm-hmm. job, right? Yeah, because it could just be be putting on a facade. Right. It could be maybe they use a lot of a certain type of software. Say everything we do is in Illustrator, for example, and maybe that is not your strongest software, but you've worked in it enough to feel confident. And I mean, I would just be transparent and say that, you know, and be like, you know what, I am very familiar with Illustrator. And I am confident that I could get this stuff done. Um, you know that you're going to have to struggle a little bit. But, you know, think of the differences. Like, well, I don't know if I know Illustrator. It's not really my strongest one. Right. You know, I better in Photoshop, I think. Yeah. It's like, that's not what they asked you. That, exactly. They asked you, could you do this project in Illustrator? If the answer is yes, just say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, don't, don't dig yourself a hole. Um, especially, too, if you really want this job, too. I yeah. mean, you might be like, oh, I hate Illustrator. Well, now I know I don't want this job. That so. goes back to the transparency <laughs> price. Exactly. Like, well, I think this is probably not the job for me. But you know what? My friend is a genius in Illustrator. I'll let them know you're looking. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the you're like, okay, well, I just did not get that job. You know, did you really want it? You know, and that's a big part of this, too, is, you know, you're, again, interviewing the people, too, because you once you get this job, guess what? You got to show up for it. So make sure it is a job that you want to. And if you're coming in with your very best game and it's still not feeling right, there's nothing else you could do. There really isn't. And you're in the position of and you might even leave the interview saying, you know, you're being very confident. You know what? I'm for I'm absolutely sure I could do this role, but let me think about it because, you know, we did talk about some things that I am concerned about, but I will be in touch right away and literally get in touch right away. Like in 24 hours, let them know, are you in or you out? Um, You want that second interview, that third interview, you want to continue the conversation anyway. Um, But I I, I think that's completely fair. I would rather somebody be that honest with me Mm -hmm. than drag me along to the sixth interview. Oh, please don't have six interviews. (laughs) Um, But drag me along to say to the third interview, um, and then you're like, well, I never really liked working in Illustrator, so forget it. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm like, what? What? We wasted our time now with you. And then, right. like I said, that kind of diminishes your reputation a bit. So mm-hmm. just taints the whole situation. Absolutely. So I think um, I think sometimes people are are concerned about you know being fairly upfront. Mm-hmm about their abilities or their interests and so on. And I think, I mean, I'm not saying you have to like share every personal thing about yourself, but a little bit of enough, enough, I guess, back to that transparency, sharing just enough to make sure to figure out that this is a fit. I just, you know, we mm-hmm. talk about it's a lot like dating, you know, if you're, Absolutely. if you're meeting someone and trying to get to know them and see if you want to have a second date or spend more time with them. Mm-hmm. You have to share a little so you can get to know each other. You don't have to right. tell them everything about you right, right away, but or ever, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but especially in a job. But you have to um you have to expose and reveal enough mm-hmm. to make sure this is gonna be a fit on both sides. Yeah, it's keep in mind it's an interview for both of you. It's not an interrogation of you. So don't feel like you have to sit there and just give all the right answers. 
it's it's really to see if you're a fit. Like you said, much like the dating, it's like, you don't want to necessarily be stuck with somebody because well, I, I can't find anybody else. So I'll just say all the right answers. <laughs> and then, then I'll be miserable the rest of my life. You know, be be honest and and excited at least to try something new. So yeah, and, and I think, you know, just understanding what the clients or mm-hmm, the teenagers mm-hmm. are looking for, understanding what they're looking for and where they're coming from and their perspective. And, you know, ultimately their perspective is they would like to fill their job and they hope you're the one to do it so they can stop exactly. and, and move on. And but they want to make sure yeah, too. Exactly. And we felt this was a little bit timely because, um, you know, right now it is a candidate market. So people feel like, you know, well, I get to call the shots here. I would not take it that far. Um, but you do have a lot of liberty in finding out if this is the right role for you. So, you know, definitely take that. But don't take advantage of people that are really in desperate help or desperate need of somebody. So just keep it, in, in, like I said, an interview for both people. Is this right for me? Is this right for you? If so, then let's take it to the next level. Um, but if, if not, you know, you, you let them off gently. because You can part friends. You can part friends <laughs> and... They have, and they have more work to do. So don't make it more work for them. Just, you know, let them get back to looking for who their one person is. Mm -hmm. Um, The last thing I'm going to add is that we do have episodes one through 10 of Illumination Bureau that talk about getting a job. And this is like from a fresh, fresh start, you know, really evaluating what you want in your next job and next step in your career, all the way up to writing that thank you note or accepting the job. So if you need more information, revisit that. I still think there's plenty of nice tips in there. Um, but aside from that, I mean, get out there and do good. Get out there and find <laughs> your job. You can be the one. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend. 